0: We have just witnessed a unbelievably tense quarterfinal game between um, the All Blacks and Ireland. We've just seen a thrilling seesaw of a match between Wales and Argentina. It's time for the Bantleads Super Sport Dojo. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. My brain is. F- Okay, so we've just got finished watching new zealand versus ireland and i'm an all blacks fan i'm not a super fan like i don't live or die i'm not gonna be depressed if they lose but i've been building up for this game for five weeks now and we always knew the quarterfinal was going to be a huge one ireland i listened to every possible podcast i could yesterday including the irish the rte ones um and Everyone was picking Ireland, but only marginally. The experts were pretty much spot on as that game was so close. My heart was ripping through my chest. I couldn't believe how tense it was in those final plays as Ireland recycled the ball again. At one point, did it say 35 ball recycles? It was ra—it was outrageous. My name is Guy Williams. I can't handle it, but I'm so stoked and so relieved the All Blacks have won. Um, I'm joined by... Sanjay's not here, unfortunately. He said, get fucked. But um, I'm joined for instant reaction from um, none other than Matt, the Cookie Man Cook. Matt, how are you? How are you feeling? What are you thinking about that game right now?
1: I fucking hated it. (laughs) (laughs) The World Cup is over for me. (laughs) It was so shit. Yeah. What, like... Just the fucking All Blacks, like ah, oh, they um, they've I, so in earlier in the day we had um, Wales lose to, lose to Argentina, mm. um, which yeah, fair enough. I mean, it was a, it was a good game as well, um, and now it's two from two for Southern Hemisphere teams. Yeah, and I'm just ah, oh, in my gut, I just know this is what's going to happen. South Africa will win tomorrow. Yeah, um, which is going to set up a New Zealand South Africa World Cup final. Yeah. which is the worst possible outcome.
0: No, that's still, you've got to admit, you admit that, a juicy, that is a juicy game, but I'm, I get what you're saying. It's like, you want to see something new. You've you've watched 15 years of um, uh, New Zealand dominance with South African dominance on either side of that. You're yeah. like, you you want something new. You thought this was going to be the chance. And even just, Wales yeah. losing as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, that,
1: that was hard. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things like watching the All Blacks, they, they're a great defensive team, and they get you on the counter. That's it. They sucker punch, absorb, absorb, absorb. Do niggly little yellow cards, whatever. They know they can ride that wave of Irish attack, and they get you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just let's just step right back for a second because it's been genuinely interesting for me because I know you well. I've known you probably for close to ten years now. We've worked together very closely. closely we're good friends and just had to get that out there. You know, you know, my, um, my sexual preferences of wanting to have sex in the Nelson college toilets. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I didn't, I always saw you as Kiwi. I knew, I knew you had yeah. British, you know, soccer passion. I knew, I knew you love Manchester United and the English football team, but that's heaps of Kiwis. Even if you're not um, British at all, you might support the English football team. It's just kind of like, there's a natural kind of um, affinity there from where your heritage comes from. I didn't. I I thought. Do you not identify as Kiwi? No,
1: nah, not really. I'm kind of one of those um, people that don't belong anywhere. <laughs> you know. <laughs> do
0: you ever feel like a plastic bag floating in the wind, wanting to I, I mean, I feel that as well. Like every Pakeha New Zealander might feel a little bit of that, and that's why they lean so heavily into like I'm also Scottish or I'm also Canadian. Yeah. Or
1: whatever. it's not really about allegiance, though. It's it's more about just. Going back to the narrative, the All Blacks, they're just they've won too much. like when Real Madrid win the Champions League every yeah. fucking year. And they yeah. t- especially when they beat Um Atletico Madrid. Yeah. You know, like their younger brother. Like it was just heartbreaking. And I feel yeah. like you look on the like poor old um Johnny Sexton, he was like Yeah. You know, like he was doing his best to hold back tears. Like and just for yeah. the All Blacks,
0: especially Let it's the tears like a, out as well. This is this is the apex uh, of your life. Let them out.
1: Yeah and it's gone it's over from like Yeah it is. and
0: it's it's but that's it's been the number sport. Yeah.
1: Yeah but why couldn't it have been a good All Blacks team?
0: I thought that was a pretty good All Blacks team and I thought the All Blacks played pretty well. Like you can't say like oh Ireland should have won that. Like both teams No. could, yeah. could have won and both teams were like I think both teams played really well. I thought it was a really good game. If Ireland had scored at the end there I would have been gutted but I would have said that's one of the greatest games i have ever seen like yeah both teams recycled the ball for such long periods of play both teams had so many big plays both teams played such amazing defense but it was still quite high scoring both teams missed crucial kicks man yeah. Sexton missing that penalty because they would have been within they would have been within 1 point had he hit that yeah. i mean i know Barrett missed one straight away afterwards yeah. funny the all blacks changing their kicker halfway through but i i do hear what you're saying it's like when i watch sport there's a few teams and i can list them right now I would say definitely um, Los Angeles Lakers, definitely um, uh, Manchester City football team, where I just actively, I don't even watch the game. I I, I hate watch the game to watch them lose. But I also say this, I also say this. When the LA Lakers go out of the playoffs and my team's not in it, uh, the the Raptors, I do think, oh, I don't really care anymore. Like I do, Mm. that was the thing holding me in. And I know you're saying the World Cup's over, but you'll be watching next week, hoping, rooting hard for Argentina, and then you're watching the final, rooting hard for South Africa. And remember, Matt, your team, England, is still playing tomorrow with a very good chance, odds on favourites to go through to the semi. You know, so don't lose hope.
1: Yeah, well, not. So here's what I'm worried about: the All Blacks have managed to fuck themselves into the easy side of the pool. Like, yeah, they had to beat a good island team. No, both both. That.
0: No, both teams do that, though, because um, the winner of France yeah. Africa will go a crossover with England-Fiji uh, as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, but now All Blacks have... I mean, it was funny watching the um, post, uh, post-game analysis and everyone's kind of... They're trying to big up the semi final. like, oh, Argentina's going to be oh, an interesting yeah. challenge, but it's like, <laughs> it's going to be a walk in the park. Like, yeah, you're in the yeah, final, yeah. game yeah. over. Jeff, and i'm just jeff, yeah a little bit sad about it
0: jeff wilson literally said oh it gets harder next week and, and yeah. no it literally doesn't that's the opposite of what is happening but no don't you can't count your chickens how many times have the new zealanders walked into an easy semi-final and struggled i mean i i thought they were hot favorites against england 2019 they lost it they were hot favorites against do
1: you think i think uh, england were the favorites in that semi-final
0: well, France, uh, France 1999. I mean, know it was a semi final. <laughs> they were hot. Fa- Who, who'd they lose to? France 2007. They were hot favorites. Like, France was never favored in those two yeah. games. It's like, All Blacks lose big games when they're the easy favorites. So, I mean, Argentina beat New Zealand, I think, last year. Like, don't rule them out yet. But, hey, just let's just look at that game for a second, though. It was unbelievable. And for it to come down to. Ireland just recycling the ball again and again and again. Yeah, and it was having... um,
1: it was a bit of an illusion though, because that what happened in that situation, the Ireland recycling the ball, is that both teams were playing for a penalty, and that's yeah. why that's why neither team was um attacking too much because Ireland wanted the penalty so they could t- kick for touch. Yeah, um, New Zealand wanted the penalty to regain position, which they eventually did. So that's why I think. I mean it was exciting and it was nerve wracking, but neither team was trying especially hard. You know, they're basically going, no mistakes, no mistakes, no mistakes.
0: Ireland was making crazy um progress though. Like they were within were they within twenty? Were they within the twenty two at one point? Like they did they did because they had a long way to go. I think they yeah. were like ten minute, ten minutes past halfway where they had oh, maybe a They were a knackered liner? as well,
1: eh? Oh. They just dudes were just catching it, stand still and just getting and just dropping.
0: I will say uh, this. I will say, to, I mean, the game comes down to risks, and you look at um, James Lowe made a crazy pass that led to the, um, the half break and then the Aaron Smith intentional knockdown. Did you think that was intentional, by the way? What do you think of that, Aaron Smith getting yellow carded? I
1: would say it was intent was marginal. like That's hard to discern, but yeah. there were, the action did prevent an opportunity.
0: Yeah, I mean the guy. The guy. It wasn't on. Like the guy was kind of like di- he was diving low to catch it. But I will say that it did look. I I it. I was like, no, there's no way that's intentional. And I was like, oh no, it's very intentional. Like full yeah. extension. It's in yeah. sports. It's natural to put your hand out, and in basketball, yeah. that's what you always do. Yeah. But like in rugby, he yeah it did see, and he 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 took it on the chin. He actually looked happy when he was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was weird. He's just like a strange guy. Um. <laughs> but the way the way the emotions play on his face. But I will say that like James Lowe took that crazy risk and that risk paid off. It got a sin bidding. It got that they, they went down to the corner and scored a try. Um, and it was like to the all Blacks, I would say in that game, if you if you go in, it's a game of millimeters, um, I mean both teams missing a kick was huge, but I'd say the defining moments were um Geordie Barrett holding up that tackle, like unbelievable. It reminds me mm. of LeBron James is infamous for making this amazing chase down block on Andre Iguodala to beat yep. the Golden State Warriors and it's like I mean if the All Blacks do go far or we just remember that game very fondly that play to hold up a guy over the line from that close yeah. is just like
1: So he literally yeah. just he just scored the penalty and then he saved the try but oh. then you know like 3 minutes it was crazy play
0: unbelievable but then so that was like that was like game defining right there but then the other thing i'd say is just like the all blacks probably did more on attack and you know showed more of their shout to ireland for kicking to the corner so many times that is their game but like Mm. still like you know another team might Uh. have just gone for the three
1: (laughs) you know what's annoying though yeah their line outs are shit
0: (laughs) oh yeah it's like they keep
1: going to the corner it's like why I yeah. mean, yeah, they did they give they got a try when they got um, their kids,
0: well the all stopped contesting. I off. Yeah. And I did say that. I mean, obviously they've done the numbers and figured out the risk of contesting, but like I think the all should have contested them. Like, they had the Irish number yeah. Yeah. in the line out and then they stopped contesting to try and set up. But the Irish was rolling over for um, yeah. did they get a try off it and then a penalty try? The try didn't come directly yeah. off the line out, but it came off to like one yeah. phase later. Yeah. And then the penalty try. The penalty try, don't get me wrong, I understand penalty tries and like you collapse it. But it, it did seem like um the All Black hooker did. I do not know his name. I've forgotten his name. Um, he did uh, slip, and it did seem like he it's if it like was very hard done by. Is it Lomax? Tyrell Lomax? Who's the All Black hooker? Don't I'm know. so embarrassed. I don't know. I'm going to Google All Black hooker, and it'll come up with like Sean Fitzpatrick or something.
1: <laughs> um, I tell you, who had a good game, Sam Kane. That's the first time I've ever seen him play.
0: Cody Taylor, Cody Taylor was the yeah logo, Cody so. Taylor, um, Sam, Sam Kane. Kane, unbelievable performance. Yeah,
1: it's kind of his um, first time I've ever seen him kind of earn his right as captain. I think, and Oof. he bossed it. I was well, very he, impressed.
0: He made that iconic tackle where he yeah. the guy obviously was stepping and did not see him coming. <laughs> yeah. um But I mean, I have to have you heard the expression "eat crow"? Um, no, I have to eat a lot of crow. Um, we used it a lot in my Barstool podcast. Uh, it's an old school expression, meaning you've got to eat something you don't want to eat because you've basically, if you've said something stupid, then you have to come back and like apologize for your stupidity. Yeah. And I mean, it's critis- like
1: uh, you've, you've made your bed and now lie in it.
0: Yeah. So I, I, um, where the fuck does eat
1: crow come from?
0: It's just, I swear disgusting... you
1: and Sanjay are just making bullshit uh, <laughs> terms. <laughs> trying, to, trying to prank me.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Um, uh, like, yeah, it, it's also white peel sayings as well. We have all these ancient sayings that are like, they don't hold up well like dave Chappelle had a great bit about white people going sorry mate i really screwed the pooch on that one and you're like what the fuck are you <laughs> fucking a dog like what is going on mate and by accident <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> well um eating crow anyway i think it's a disgusting thing that you have to choke down i have to choke down my words because i picked the all blacks and i backed them 100 however i was very critical of their leaders and all of the players that I criticized let's go through them now. Um, Sam Kane, um, Adi Savia, unbelievable, like a perfect game, pretty much, or like an mm-hmm. eight out of 10, nine out of 10 performance. Mm. Bowden Barrett was a re- amazing. And Richie Moanga, like all the key players for the All Blacks, yeah. stepped up when they need to step up. And that was inspirational.
1: What about um, Leonard Brown? When he came on, I wasn't, because they kept talking about his defense, so I was like, "Oh yeah, whatever." They bring him on for like the last ten minutes. He was immense. The yeah. tackles he was putting in were huge. I was like, "Fuck, this guy's amazing!" And he to has be the, able to bring him on in the last, has, you know,
0: he has the youthful fuck. good looks of a thirteen-year-old boy. He has the haircut of a polite schoolboy, and he does not look like an athlete <laughs> at all. And he just, he just was fantastic. And it can't be easy as well coming on as a sub when the games Mm. are intense and yeah, you've got a physical advantage, but like it'd be, you'd be getting nervous all game and boy, Oh boy. Um, Sanjay actually sent a a message, which I thought was good, which was genius move by Foster. Um, putting, uh, who's the all blacks backup. I actually have to read it. Um, (laughs) uh, genius move by Fozzie to name Finlay on the bench. So he wouldn't be tempted to take Aaron off the field in the final quarter <laughs> um it was crazy uh we, we were all shocked by that but it was like finlay looks pretty nervous on the bench there fucking DMAC, he had a hot water bottle yeah and i was like none of those guys look ready to play DMAC had a hot water bottle and he was like rubbing that on his knee what's that is, that
1: is that like how he warms up rather than going for a quick run does he just warm his muscles up with like fucking hot water it's crazy i was wondering yeah. what, was, what was that was about
0: Speaking of nerves, the All Blacks, who are a very experienced team. A lot of these players, I mean, at least at the core of them, like Aaron Smith and stuff, have played and won a World Cup final before. They've played quarterfinals. They've played semifinals. Like, they're going to be one of the most experienced teams. They came out so nervous. It was comical. Okay. So let's look at well, – the, these are the first three plays of the game. Aaron Smith passes to nobody. Bounce mm-hmm. pass. Runs out. Luckily, the ref at the start of the game, when the All-Backs looked terrible, gave them every whistle. Somehow they managed to get a penalty. Okay, Barrett gets to kick them out of their own 22, kick them out of danger. He shanks the kick horrifically. It goes like four meters apart, so they're still under pressure. They get the ball again. Smith gets it again. Again, passes a terrible pass, um, and Moonga eventually has to put up an emergency defensive bomb, <laughs> and that goes like probably behind him. It was like amazing how the nervous the All Blacks came out of the blocks. And like I, I almost feel like the ref and their 50-50 rugby calls really helped them out as Ireland put the pressure on early on. Mm-hmm. And it just came down to a couple of lineouts that really uh, tripped Ireland out because Ireland should have been out to a lead and instead the All Blacks got ahead and um, yeah, did, did not trail for the rest of the game. Even though Ireland got it close, um, the All Blacks led the whole way.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a crazy game. It was uh super intense. I'd say um one thing I noticed from Islands, is I don't think uh, James Lowe had a good game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, potentially. I think
1: uh one of the main reasons is maybe he needs longer studs or something. Slip the amount in. of times, yeah, the amount of times he had it wide and then slipped like immediately, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And at yeah. this point I was like, I was definitely an Islands can like, go, go. And when someone yeah. Um. You know, when you feel like someone's letting you down, it really draws attention to them. Nah. So I was, yeah, I thought he didn't have a good game.
0: I'll say I, I really got you invested in James Lowe. As I just had my brother went to school with him. I I know him a little bit, and he, um, lovely dude. I thought he was okay. It's when you notice a guy, you know a guy, and you want them to do well, you definitely micro analyze. Yeah. Even, even the, other Eilish, Eilish?
1: the other Irish, Irish, the other Irish uh, winger, just whenever they were like, so the Irish midfield are amazing. And they spread it very quickly. Great yeah. um, ball to hand. But as soon as it got to either side of the uh, wings, there was just no contest. Yeah. Like the the um, New Zealand defence just matched them for speed and power.
0: I will say this, though, that um, it is hard being a winger because, like, part of your job is to make breaks, like Lomu. But a, a bigger part of your job is to not get away from the support. So yeah. it's so often you see o- o- wingers on both times, like Leicester... Onginuku was barely noticeable, I felt, in the game. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't really know. Yeah, he, he scored a try. Yeah, that, okay. Fuck. I've, but... <laughs> Besides that, though, um, so often your job when you get out on the wing is to just cut back in and make sure yeah. the ball gets recycled. Um, so, uh, James Lowe, though, the one, the crucial play that was, I don't know what he could do about it. It was a two-on-one. Uh, the break from, was it Barrett to Jordan for the try? He mm. went for the intercept, which I was like surely ta- choose a player to tackle or um i don't know tra- i don't know maybe, maybe I'm wrong we're being too harsh but james low amazing season i didn't think his game was too bad but um yeah i mean every irish player will come under scrutiny um uh but yeah you i was i was definitely gutted for ireland like mm. they shouldn't have been in this game they shouldn't have they should have been playing probably Fiji or Argentina or even Wales or England. If the draw was fairer, yeah. Wales or England probably would have been a second season. And yeah. that would have been a lot more comfortable than having to play the All Blacks. But I mean, it was their semi final. They were playing it as a quarterfinal. But it does continue the streak that they still have not won a quarterfinal. And they still are famous, infamous for peaking a year before the World Cup. And I'd say they even peaked now. Like they did everything they could to win. And that's tournament rugby. You know, a couple of balls, like. You'd say to the All Blacks, every ball bounced their way. Like the number of chip and chases they pulled off, remarkable. And Ireland just didn't quite, they did everything, but just didn't quite have enough. Brutal.
1: Yeah, it's heartbreaking. And it. Uh, I don't know, it just, it makes the All Blacks feel more like the villains. Like I really, really want them to lose, but I just really? don't, I don't see them losing now. I see them winning the World Cup.
0: Oh, easily. I think I think France, Savick can definitely beat them. Yeah, but right, so here's sorry. the
1: thing. Like, whoever wins out of France, France and Africa, that's going to be a rough game. Then they've got to yeah. play probably England, which will be another rough game. Nah. New Zealand basically have two weeks off now. Nah, they have a, no. a little warm-up game against Argentina.
0: Okay, okay, Matt, you're drunk and you need to just take the ball away. Um, Argentina will be a hard game. They're a physical team. They are a good team.
1: You're like I, every other All Black fan now, um, just being like, oh, no, we've got to respect Argentina. They're going no, to no, be no, good. No, no, but no, deep no, inside, but you know you're going to walk into the final.
0: It should, be a, it should be a pretty comfortable win. But I would say just as comfortable as South Africa will clean up England. Um, I would say England will be just as soft. I think France would clean up England as well. Um, I know England beat um, uh, Argentina, but Argentina played very poorly and England played a very unusual tactic um but yeah i get it i get i get i get what you mean but also you got to i mean you got to feel but i mean fucking we just elected national last night you got to give me some sort I of i know like, man i'm laugh, fucked man. Out, yeah been- National <laughs> one fucking alex <laughs> destroyed or-
1: the world cup
0: <laughs> they did not destroy I've the world still cup still got covid what if england met what if england wins convincingly tomorrow though you'll be like oh fuck maybe we got a chance maybe we beat seyrica i don't know
1: I don't know. Like England at the moment, feel like a top two tier nation.
0: Does that make sense? A tier two nation. A tier two yeah, nation. A Bad nation. A bad nation. Not good. Not,
1: not like a good tier two nation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's still not good compared to the because you'd even see a bad. You wouldn't even pick a bad tier one nation. Like Scotland got smashed by Ireland. Like Scotland's tier one now, I guess, and they yeah. Well, is Scotland tier? You know, like. The, the, the four teams, there's no doubt that Ireland, New Zealand, uh, South Africa and France distinguished themselves and will always – predict. they yeah. should have been in the semifinals. It's just the way the draw has gone, which has been good because it makes it more exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, sh- should we oh, – should- I really want France to beat South Africa, and then yeah. I really want France, if they don't beat England, to win the World Cup at home against New yeah. Zealand.
0: Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, I mean, I'll be rooting for New Zealand, but that would be an amazing storyline. But even I want to see a, a South African New Zealand final, like the two old foes. Nah, to be worse. the first to be the first to win a four World Cups would be cool.
1: Nah, but it's so it's such a lame World Cup because it's basically just oh here's the Tri Nations. We see this every year. Whoop de doo You know, you what, you want to see the the best of the Southern Hemisphere and the best of the Northern Hemisphere what, in the what final about, at home.
0: What about England versus Argentina? That's on the cards. That'd be a great final. <laughs> That'd be...
1: Like, to be fair, I yeah, I want England to
0: win, but th- that as a final would be horrific. <laughs> well, at least you're consistent on that. it would be pretty yeah. sick. Why would that be horrific? No one would want to go. But, but Matt, you, you're just thinking it from, like, the Rugby World Cup marketing team, who are doing a terrible job, by the way. Please let content creators... Use some highlight clips to fucking spread the game. <laughs> um, the marketing team, yeah, they're looking at it from that perspective. But look at it from this from, the, from this perspective. If England doesn't have to beat Fiji and then beats whoever they got next year, they deserve to be in the final. If Argentina yeah, beats absolutely. New Zealand and then beats, so it's like you just want to see good games all the way through. Take it one game at a, a time. You yeah. can't rule out Argentina doing the impossible. It's unlikely. It's very unlikely. I would bet um The house on New Zealand winning that game, but you just never know. And it's like, it's the same for the other game as well. It's like, don't lose the faith. Stop being so negative. Don't lose the faith in England until they lose to Fiji, which I do hope happens. <laughs> I'm still hoping Fiji makes the final. Imagine Fiji New Zealand final. Fuck, that'd be amazing. That'd be horrible. Just too one sided, I reckon. Yeah. Well, do you think England Fiji will be horrible?
1: No. Because I think Fiji England looks- are not as good as the Wax. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. But we'll, we'll expect a New Zealand versus France, um, Savrika final, and that will be, um, I think either of those games will be good. But I hear what you're saying, like, we've seen New Zealand, savrica too many times before. Should we touch briefly on Argentina, Wales, or have you got other things to say about this, um, this game, uh, New Zealand, Ireland? Where do no, you we
1: can, we can talk about it. Did you watch the first game? Did you watch Yeah, it?
0: I did. I did. Um, uh, you, you my... got up and watched it. Uh, No, no, I got up at uh, 6.30 and watched it fast-forwarding through all the breaks, which (laughs) there were a lot of breaks. Let's talk about some of the breaks. There was a break because the ref got injured, which is funny. I actually felt bad for the ref, though. I was like, poor bastard. You know, he's been gearing up for this game, Jacko Piper, or whatever the fuck his name is. And then um, uh, excited for the touch judge, though, to go like, oh, gosh, I'm just a touch judge. And then 12 minutes in, be like, oh, fuck, I'm the ref now. (laughs) Um, And also Wales... numbers started falling off the back of their jerseys um which is kind of showing i thought it was kind of like something magic that would happen in a disney film where like all of a sudden it's positionist rugby you know it's like Mm. an Eddie jones tactic all the numbers fall off and you don't know who's who but it doesn't matter because they're all amazing um but turns out they weren't all amazing and i'll say that um uh i did think it was very close and either team could have won but i do think argentina probably deserved it even if even if they were um, very lucky a couple of times. Which you might not have seen if you just saw the highlights. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd say Argentina probably deserves to go through it. Uh, yeah, it was just shocking to lose that game to England and such uh, against 14 men. Argentina are coming into form and are looking – they are worthy, I think. Yeah, I mean that,
1: they're a decent team.
0: Based on the draw, they're not worthy quarter-finalists because they should have had to play Ireland and probably got hammered. But, like, based on the way they've beaten the teams in front of them, they do deserve to be in the in the semi, I think yeah yeah what were your thoughts uh,
1: yeah you're just, you're shell I mean, shock, hey? yeah Yeah, i'm just so it's just that's the annoying thing about watching sport early in the morning is that it ruins your day
0: yeah okay
1: um you know whereas when you watch it at uh, seven o'clock or at night you can go to sleep and forget about it
0: yeah the way dudes our age take the game though like i'm actually some of my friends who like rugby i'm genuinely worried for their mental health like they just take it too seriously. And then we beat Ireland. They're like, ah, fuck Ireland. It's like, no, not yeah. fuck Ireland. <laughs> if Ireland had won, I would have taken, you know, a little bit of time to be salty about it, but I would have definitely supported Ireland. I think they're a lovable team and yeah. they played rugby the right way. Even just them um, kicking to the corner all the time, uh, even though they're doing rolling moors, which I fucking hate, but they played attacking rugby and went for the tries. And yeah. I, I really like that about them and their ability to recycle ball. Oh, just to the Ireland New Zealand game, um, I thought the ref. Um, I, I was going to say, I think if we lost, New Zealand would have blamed him because, like, both the sim binnings I thought were pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I may, may, maybe Aaron Smith deserved to go. Like, if that if you think that was deliberate, then probably get him off. But yeah. at least the second one was pretty – to make them play twice with the yellow card, which, which I mean, goes to show maybe the All Blacks potentially were the better team if they played two with – you know, my point was going to be the ref would have got blamed if New Zealand had lost. He didn't he did create this weird game where both teams just had like the ability to recycle the ball unlimited times. And both teams had times where they were just pummeling the defense, not really making much progress. So It was like more of a defensive show, but just the amount of times the ball was recycled because hands in the ruck and turnover was so tightly policed that like it felt, yeah. like, it felt like neither team could get turnovers. Yeah. So I did. I, I don't know if that was a straight You need someone who knows more about rugby than me, but I did think it was very interesting the way the game was really Defined. yeah
1: i did um i appreciated that though because then um when you had turnovers they meant more because like yeah. not only did they um do it you know while being policed um they did it well i guess and it, it made those moments much more kind of celebrated i think yeah I pre- yeah i appreciated the way it was refereed
0: there was a few horrific moments where it seemed like the ball was available to be grabbed. And there was the time when Artie Savia was screaming at the touch judge or whatever. You could hear him on the yeah. lines, Um Where it did seem like he was winning the turnover and they told him to let go or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, just and uh,
1: what's his name? Jameson Gibson Park. Yeah. What was he up to? He would just like leave it in the ruck. Uh, and the ref's like, yo, you got to use it, bro. Yeah. It's out. Like use it. What are you doing? Why are you wasting your own time? Yeah. Strange, strange play.
0: Yeah, but uh, but I did see there was a few times in Ireland as well. seemed to step through behind the last man's feet and put their hands on All Blacks ball, and yeah. it was it was so strictly police that I feel like the player would put his hands on the ball and then look around to see if the ref it was allowed <laughs> yeah. or not. And yeah. the ref was like gave him like shook his hand, and then so he took his hands off the ball. and It was All Blacks yeah. ball again, and it just seemed yeah. you don't normally see that in rugby. It's, so so he so credit to Wayne Barnes for making it a clean game, yeah. but but criticism of the it was almost too clean and it was like too sanitized in the, in the rucks and the malls. Mm. Um, uh, okay. So there was a very controversial, I haven't seen any analysis and I haven't looked at any social media or anything. So it's just, this is my eye test and I'm not, I mean, I fucking didn't know Cody Taylor's name, the hooker for the all Blacks. <laughs> so it shows you how far off the pace I am, but it seemed to me there was an incredibly controversial play as we predicted in the um, Argentina um, Wales game about a head clash where Argentina hot on attack they have a penalty right out in front that's going to stretch their lead and potentially like put them too far ahead and they um, the player is caught up in the tackle he's going to ground while tackled by two players and the uh, the Argentinian support player wanted to clear out he wanted to make sure they can't ruck up the ball so he literally put his head down closed his eyes and just smashed him with his shoulder and just fucked the the the, the Welsh guy right in the head like it was it was shoulder to head. I think it was a brutal collision. But in his defense, he couldn't really see what he was doing. But it definitely seemed reckless. And um, they ended up meaning that I think the Welsh player potentially had to go off the court, off the field. Sorry for a, um, an HIA or whatever. Mm. And it was it was given um, Argentina. I think got to hold on to maybe they kicked for the corner there. I can't remember the exact circumstances. But that head clash to me um, seemed very controversial. I thought Argentina was lucky. And even though I would have done what the ref did and gone play on, he didn't know it was an accident. I just know the way rugby's ref now. It's like you want to have zero tolerance for head collisions, and it did seem reckless. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, yeah, I was
1: just just reading up about it. Basically, the TMO is um, saying that not every head contact is foul play.
0: He said that on the mic, and yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck, shoulder to head though, and on a clear out, like. Okay, if this was the context, say, say, um, say, Wales, uh, say, Ireland goes to ball with, I'm just going to use Ireland New as an example. Ireland goes to ball with the ground. Adi Savia gets over the ball and has got his hands on the ball. So you need to clear him out. If you hit him shoulder to head, that would probably yeah. be a yellow card, right? To clear him out. Yeah. Like you can't just, so I was like, this, yeah, this was, he couldn't see the players were falling at the time. So it was like really hard to judge. But it was just like, it was such a brutal contact. And Wales had to, that's the thing as well, because of head A rules you actually lose your player when he's got to get checked t- t- for concussion. Mm. So I, I did think that was maybe a chance for Wales to complain. Um, and, but that was maybe, maybe I'm crazy though. Maybe I'm crazy.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's a controversial decision for sure. I mean, um, Sanjay is going to be happy that Gatlin's out
0: finally. Yeah, <laughs> Wales were good though. Like, I mean, I said yeah. Argentina was the, was the better team, but just only by a fraction. Yeah, um, Wales was carrying a lot of injuries around the park, a lot of players limping. They looked terrible because their numbers were falling off the jerseys at about seven <laughs> minutes in. Like they did look like they're in the wars. And Argentina, like they dominated. I, I I don't know the stats, but it looked. I think they from watching the ITs, it looked like a dominated position. They did most of the attacking plays and they maybe field position as well. And even though Wales put together some lovely strings of play, Argentina just had that X factor and their fans, man. Like, they've got those football fans swinging the jersey and just, I don't know, those, those Argentinian chants, like the same the soccer team has, are like, are pretty spectacular to see.
1: Oh, man, I'm so deflated.
0: I'm sorry, man. I, I actually feel bad. I want to, <laughs> I'm so, I'm really stuck. the all Blacks won, but I'm not like, oh, hurrah. Like, yeah, I do so I this, did, this I did feel we, bad for yeah. Ireland.
1: We love sport for this reason, because it makes people feel, especially it makes men feel something, and allows men to almost express their feelings in a way yeah Uh, Yeah. it's a it's a good kind of avenue for men to do that
0: yeah because like yeah
1: I'd, i'd never say that if i was like had a rough day at work i wouldn't be like oh man i'm just real deflated today yeah no but when i'm talking about sport i can easily do it
0: yeah i
1: think that's why men love sport
0: yeah like the ability to express emotion yeah yeah that's i I think that's great mental health chat i never thought of it that way but yeah maybe yeah but yeah. i love it you have also had a fucking fucked week <laughs> Co- COVID on your birthday yeah. you know um yeah, we've got a lot of workloads crazy shit going on national wins the election and then um i didn't know you were so passionate about because i mean my brother came in and said he's supporting ireland and shout out and you've got to support james lowe but um you know, there's just, if you're, if you're born in New Zealand, I guess, like, there's not many times when New Zealand's actually good at sport, like we watch like rowing and all that bullshit and pretend that's a thing, but it's not, rowing is not a sport, <laughs> no other country does rowing, you know, like, you know, we can't compete at football or basketball or like any of those majors, you know, 100 meter sprint, yeah. this is our one time, and rugby's a pretty niche sport, but it's our one time to be like, hey, this is New Zealand, you know, um taking on the big dogs taking on england the motherland um for a lot of paki happy or that is the colonizer or whatever uh you know you say that and you're like oh it feels a bit cringe um so yeah it is it is like a chance to like it's the team that like i'm most closely invested with i'm canadian and i like i support the toronto raptors and you know i have various other teams i tried I, i got behind aston villa four years ago but really this is my team so it was it was nice and i do i do think they're a pretty likeable bunch of dudes as well like the all blacks team is not hateable yeah yeah yeah.
1: i mean is is there a team in the world cup that's hateable
0: maybe you'd say england in the rugby world cup uh not or yeah. well, cuz no cuz they're losers no it's like australia it's like england and australia when they're good hate them and even george uh, of farrell what's his name farrell yeah. owen farrell smirking um smirking during the hacker and stuff like that hateable but like i was mainly you're mainly hating them because they beat you most rugby teams <laughs> i think are pretty likable i'd say i'd say yeah. most, i'm just trying to think i mean savica yeah. have had some savica have had some dark years um uh but yeah when they when they if, if savica put a uh, put actual shots on dupont's face i'd find that unacceptable it's gonna um,
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting watching out for that because eh? how can you stop yourself from doing that you know it's it's world cup rugby yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, but you're not supposed every... to hit
0: anyone in the face, though.
1: No, you're allowed to fend open-handed, and if it hits them in the facial yeah. area, but you don't see that
0: often, though. That's pretty niche. Like, how often do people get fended in the face? Like, most tacklers go low enough that you know, like, and even a fend, I don't think that would be that bad. It would be a shoulder. It'd be a shoulder to the head or something that would. Re- I don't get me wrong, a fend to the face wouldn't be pleasant for him, but like, if someone shouldered him in the head or you know, need him when he's down on the ground or something, that would be horrific. Yeah, I, do, I don't think they'll do it on purpose, but that would make... But you're right, there's no real villainous rugby team. I mean, we hate England, but we don't hate them. I don't think we hate them because something they've done. Yeah. You know, we hate them just because, you know, they beat us, you know?
1: Their history. Do they beat us?
0: I don't think so. See, again, you you are England, <laughs> and you change every... When we talk, it's... a it's, Hey, it's something you got to do, man. I don't know you got to do, like, a 23 and me or a genealogy test or something. Find out where your roots are. And I, I, as a Pakeha New Zealander, I definitely feel the same way. You're like, you know, when you look at the Pakeha history of my ancestors, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should be claiming New Zealand too hard, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just feel, yeah. But yeah. I mean, any nationalism is pretty embarrassing, though. It's fun for sports, but it's not a good thing in general. No. Um, but the, the small time you do feel as a Kiwi is when the Allbacks do play. And you're embarrassed as well. Like, um, shout to Joel Wheeler, Taz Marco's legend, but him just like jumping around at the at the bar at um, oh, yeah. Mount, Mount <laughs> Maunganui, pretty cringe. And he was like, some of his chat was like, guys, we all know that Ireland has a song called Zombie by Sinead O'Connor. And you're like, no, that's not by Sinead O'Connor. Well, we've got our own song, <laughs> don't we? I'm like, what song is this going to be? <laughs> and I, I expected like Don't Forget Your Roots or um, uh, The Exponents or something. But it was, um, the song was... Uh, drink yourself more piss and when i was watching that i was like i do not associate with these people yeah this is uh embarrassing the, uh, um,
1: the post uh match celebrations as well where he's up on the table yeah and he's yeah. like the atmosphere is electric
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like
1: you look around the bar, and it's just a bunch of old people going Ey. yeah just like like all black kind of fans new There's zealand no
0: does, new zealand new zealand does do that and it is incredibly cringe i will say this though and i'll, I'll walk it back a little bit here um, as someone who's done that live cross or been that person who's like on Jono and Ben or whatever, and they cross to me, and I've got to pretend like it's amazing where I am, I think Joe Wheeler did well. He was he was forcing it a little oh, bit. He was doing and a he, lot of heavy
1: lifting for sure. He,
0: he was showing what we feel. It was annoying yeah. that he thought "Zombie" was written by Sinead O'Connor uh, or had same to a Sinead O'Connor. I mean, maybe it does. I actually don't know who sings it. The who sings it? Are you, the I don't
1: books. know if you're pronouncing that correctly.
0: Sinead O'Connor, her name.
1: Yeah. Oh, how would you say it? I always thought it was Sinead.
0: Sinead, sorry, 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 Sinead, sorry. Uh, uh, I mean, I I butcher um Moldian Pacific names. So I've got to butcher uh, <laughs> European names as the well. White people names. Um, uh, my point was going to be is that I'm pretty sure she she didn't write that song or anything, did she? It was sung by or who's it? The Cranberries. Who it? Cranberries? Uh, uh, yeah, Cranberries. C- Cranberries. Funny, that a song a band with a a, a name as fun as fun as the Cranberries has a song as dark as Zombie. But anyway. I guess it's not funny Ireland has a horrible history but um that was definitely one of the highlights of the world cup hearing them sing zombie last year and it mm. is it would have been hard to watch as an all blacks fan if they sung it again but um it is a shame that's gone because the all blacks we don't even have a song like we win and they don't even play anything they certainly give us get, a,
1: like sweet yeah
0: give us a i mean new zealand to be fair we're so far away we don't have as many fans there like it's mainly expats and a few rich people yeah. um you know we don't we don't have the ability to get there as easily uh okay um final thoughts final commiseration i'm sorry i'm sorry you feel so bad man i feel great i'm glad no, it's, I'm it's, it's that saying
1: though it's um to have something that makes you feel so much is a good thing
0: yeah, and, yeah. And, and and shit next week you'll be rooting hard for argentina and in the final i mean you'll you'll probably you'll probably if say say the next game is england versus africa or england versus france you'll probably be rooting for Savaka or France just because you think they have a better chance to beat the All Blacks when your negative fandom becomes stronger than your positive fandom I've definitely yeah. experienced that before it's it's not a nice place to be but it definitely keeps you invested yeah, yeah. alright uh, what do you think Sanjay would say uh, if he was here he'd say it was good uh, he would say very... something
1: about someone having word on someone or some <laughs> shit whatever his
0: saying is and he would say um, uh, the ultimate line I never doubted Foster. <laughs> <laughs> never for a second. Foster did it again. Um, we never had any doubt that What a great coach. Seeing his fucking egg-shaped head just poking it. He does have a perfect, like, his, if you want to draw, you know how the story of, like, all the king's horses and all the Humpty Dumpty? If you're going to yeah. draw, if you're going to be an actor to play Humpty Dumpty, I'd get Ian Foster because his head is perfect oval shape. Um, I'm just being mean now. I don't know why. It's his greatest moment. Congratulations, Foster. You can return to New Zealand because it would have been dark if you'd lost. And shout out to all the All Blacks for putting in an amazing performance and proving, I mean, I said they were going to win, but proving my criticisms wrong as they, they came through when we needed it most. And um, yeah, what a performance. Like some of those, you got to admit, some of those Chip and Chase's, um, Bowden Barrett's Chip and Chase and yeah, Bowden well. try, they're pretty amazing. Pretty amazing plays yeah. to do it such. Um, so doing such a high-pressure game, like they did, yeah. you know, who dares wins, they did take the risks and um, pay off. Jordy
1: Barrett's goal-kicking, he would just fucking leathered it. Like, I don't yeah. know if, was there like, um, I heard like that maybe the wind had picked up in the second half. Maybe that's maybe. why Geordie was taking it. But he was just absolutely smashing them yeah. as hard as he could, just to keep that, you know, keep it straight and without yeah. it being the wind. Well, it was, was some interesting- sick kicking.
0: It was interesting. They demoted Moanga. I feel like Geordie Barrett started kicking kicks that were not. Yeah, from range. but I
1: thought that might be because of the wind. Ah. So if you if it's windy, you just go power. Oh, yeah, the wind! If you notice Geordie's kicks, they're just straight.
0: The wind, the wind. I mean, I mean, um, Farrell missing as well. Heartbreaking, yeah. breaking moment. Um, shout to Moanga uh, Sexton, Sorry, uh, is is the English coach Owen Farrell's dad? The Irish coach. I,
1: I believe lady? so. Yeah
0: that's crazy the coach of ireland is the dad of the first side of england yeah fuck that's wild what about um uh i guess i guess they don't need um owen farrell because sexton might have been a better option but um what about uh moanga having to play halfback my brother was saying like do you reckon moanga has ever put the ball into a scrum before like do they practice for that <laughs> like it's Surely. not often the half it's not often the halfback gets sent off though it's a very rare position yeah note and it's also not a not a position that like you don't go to practice all right now have like the, the you know the first five do some feeds into a scrum yeah up. i mean i
1: i would say probably like if if rugby's your life
0: yeah, surely yeah you get a...
1: exposed cuz um, what's his name um Barrett ended up going to the scrum as well did he yeah when when
0: Jordy the scrum for the yeah
1: when what's his name went off taylor
0: surely i'd leave a player off the scrum i guess you need a flanker i mean that's easier though you just lean on the side of the scrum and then get ready to get into position whereas feeding the ball into the scrum where the scrum's on your own five meter line um that was big <laughs> but but yeah some huge tries from the all blacks unbelievable held up over the line one of the great moments in um recent new zealand history man Geordie i'm so nervous over the line.
1: um for tomorrow's games
0: yeah <laughs> are you excited for England? Yeah, yep. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing: if South Africa win, yeah. it's basically just Tri Nations with um and maybe England or Fiji there as well. Yeah, and that that'll be disappointing into the World Cup for me. I for think
0: you, yeah. for neutrals as well. For me, it'll be a great end <laughs> to the World Cup. Now, I would rather um I would definitely rather the All Blacks play. Um, I mean, we've got to beat Argentina first, but if we do, I'd rather them play um uh. France and South Africa, definitely scared of South Africa, especially after them giving all blacks a hiding. Um, I mean, I know we can beat them, but um, Mm. after them giving a hiding just before the world cup and, and then just being, even the way they dismantled um, uh, uh, England at the last world cup final, you're like, they're just winners. They have so much. they're the only team that can match New Zealand for experience. And, you know, they have the personnel to win it. It's just whether they can, whereas France is a lot more, flimsy like yeah they can beat the all backs but they can also get hammered by the all backs you know yeah yeah, that's
1: uh, right. it's, gonna, yeah it's gonna be a sick game tomorrow
0: well Both sorry them. you feel shit mate but yeah two good games tomorrow that's fucking exciting and um at least i'm um pretty happy and pretty positive and shout out to all the new zealanders <laughs> out there and sorry to all the people who wanted new zealand to lose um but that's all for the podcast uh today we'll be back maybe tomorrow night to do a podcast i mean matt if you can't take it if 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 the games do go <laughs> against... If, oh, no, if Fiji and uh, fucking South Africa win, I yeah. can understand if you don't want to pod tomorrow night.
1: No, here's the thing. Like I said before, having something that makes you feel so much is a positive. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's a bad feeling, it yeah. means you care about it. So bring it on. Even if all the Northern Hemispheres get knocked out and we're just left with a dumb version of the Tri-Nations, yeah. so be it i'll be here mate because the fans need it the The fans fans of the podcast
0: no that was that was kind of poetic poetic. and i did like your points about sport being the one time men can show emotion and i did i mean men by no one's stopping us from showing emotion but just like culturally we try i mean it's the patriarchy patriarching ourselves really isn't it um so some good points there um and sorry you feel like shit mate and um in more than one way. Well, you feel physical like shit because you got COVID. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm almost out. I'll be, I reckon I'll be uh, fine
0: tomorrow. Yeah. Well, if, um, I mean, because uh, I also just had COVID, if you want to come around and watch it here, you're welcome. I mean, we might have to tell other people they can't, can't I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nah, um, cheers for potting. Sorry Sanjay wasn't there. That's all for this week. Thanks to everyone who listened. Tell your friends if you enjoyed it. Shut the fuck up if you didn't. Um, Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, and uh, we really appreciate you. I've been Guy Williams. I've been Matt Cook. And uh, we'll uh, see you tomorrow night, hopefully, or or Tuesday morning, depending on when we get it out.